Welcome to Six Pennies Podcast. Finals time is finally here. We're back with the NBA. Timmy's here. Albie, what's up, man? NBA Finals is here. That's why you're on, right? Yeah, NBA season has finally started. We can finally talk about something fun and interesting, and I am back to talk NBA. It's always NBA or TV and movies, so here we are. NBA, to me, doesn't start until July 1st. Uh, June 30th now at 6 p.m. They changed 6 it. 6 p.m. Thank you, Adam nice. Silver. Well, today's episode is brought to you by our best friends at Farmers Insurance and Derek Shaw. He's our presenting sponsor. Thank you, D. Shaw, for hooking us up with fat discounts from Farmers Insurance. Make sure to give D. Shaw a phone call, a text, a FaceTime to get a quote on auto insurance, home insurance, or life insurance today. His phone number is 214-729-6462. Make sure you have plenty of coverage for you and your family if there's an emergency. Once again, his his number is 214-729-6462. And he will give you a great discount if you mention Six Pennies Podcast. So give D-Shaw a call. We're missing mock today, which means we uh, we can have a great time talking about whatever we want. Thank goodness. Here we are. It's Toronto and uh, Golden State. I think Mock and I both predicted this one correctly when we had a, um, a playoff preview a while back that you weren't able to join. How do you feel about it? What do, what do you think is going to happen? It's kind of like the the worst of both worlds for me. Wow. It's like on one side, I have to cheer for Steph Curry or the other side, I have to cheer for Drake. It's so bad. Uh, it's not that bad. I mean, what, what's the big deal if if uh, the Raptors win and Drake, and Drake wins? He's just so annoying to me. Obviously, in the big grand scheme of things, when we're just talking about basketball and historically what it may mean if Toronto wins, I, I obviously would want that. But I just don't want to see that guy in the front of my TV for like three hours every night. <laughs> it's annoying. I don't know what it is, but I'm starting to like Drake. And I don't know why. <laughs> Um, oh, oh my god Drake also he he um, has cheered for like multiple like different teams over over time right like he'll go like a Yankees game or he'll cheer for Kentucky basketball he'll just like jump on bandwagons right yeah so I actually created a poll in um, one of our Facebook groups like a sports sports Facebook group and I basically uh, asked the same question I was like which of these do you want to see the most option A Drake taking an L. Option B, Curry missing out on an NBA final, uh, Finals MVP. And then I did in quotations again. Time, basically, yeah. basically, everyone voted for Drake taking an L except for Mock. <laughs> Mock was the one and only person that wanted to see Curry missing out on another Finals MVP. Respect, Mock. Wow. Why Why do people hate Drake that much? I think it's pretty funny how, how involved he is with the team. I think it's actually quite hilarious that they have a celebrity mascot. I mean, I, you can say it's hilarious. Um, I say it's really annoying. And, I mean, like, he does get away with a lot of stuff. Like, why is he out on the court? Yeah, I love it. I don't know why. Uh, Steph has, has not won Finals MVP three times, right? Yes, it was Iggy, then KD, then KD. Got it. Wow, that would be historic, truly historic if he misses out on a fourth one and they win it all. But I think it'd be even more incredible if they just win in convincing fashion without KD at all. Do you th- how likely do you think that is that KD doesn't come back for the finals and, and they just win? 
So I definitely think Katie's injury is more serious than than people are making out to be. And oh, so yeah. um, if he does even play within the next four or seven games or anywhere in between, I don't think he'll be close to 100%. Um, so I think that's that's one, one uh, variable gone. I think Katie's gone. So with that said, I think without KD, Golden State, I know they they killed Portland. They be, swept them four zero. But Golden State to me is a lot more beatable without Kevin Durant. Definitely, yeah. I mean, everybody's looking at the stats. They're what thirty one and one or something over the last thirty two games when Steph plays and KD doesn't. Um, but you know, they're obviously they're much better when Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the world, is on their team. I just think it's. I don't know. I don't know what the winning situation is for, for KD, which is, I don't know. It's, it's just so perfect. Like if the Warriors win the first two games and then KD is like mostly healthy and he comes back, then it's like, why, why even come back? Right. Like they're already winning. People will just be like, Oh, you, they didn't need you anyway. The only chance he has at like being a hero is if they're one, one or somehow losing in a series and then he comes back and, and they win. But what if he did come back and then they end up losing? Like that would be, just incredible, right? I don't even agree with that. The only way that he would be considered a winner or a hero is if they get down 0-2, Steph, Draymond, and Clay all get hurt. He comes back, and then he brings them back and and, uh, and beats Toronto. Because even <laughs> well, if they all of back, them. maybe one even of if them. they come back 0-2 with the same team, it's not a to me. It's not a big deal, and that's. That's the tax that he pays, right? When he decided to go to a seventy-three and nine team, that's just the tax that you pay. I, I mean, I disagree in terms of what the media will say. Um, I, I mean, I, I probably lean more towards agreeing with you, like factually that that might be true. But like, if if for some reason they are losing the series and then he comes back and they win the series, he will absolutely get credit for it, whether or not he deserves it. If Toronto somehow wins those first two games, do you think they have a legit shot? They do have home court. Yeah, if they win the first two games, they absolutely have a legit shot. Even if they win the one of the first two games, they have a chance. I think no, Toronto's like, if, I think Toronto's really good. I think if they go back to Oracle one one, it's over. They go back to Oracle. Oh, I totally forgot that Toronto had home court advantage. You're right. They have to win yeah. those two. They yeah, have to win those first two, right? They have not in the first rusty. two, and they won't. They're not yeah. rusty. They've been playing with playoff intensity the last week or so. And Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi is possessed right now. So if he can continue his tear, if you will. But the, the key player, actually, there's a lot of key players. I mean, there's Lowry. Ha- yeah, Lowry wait. has to deliver. Siakam has to deliver. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I, I want us to rank the finals players on both teams combined. Let, let's just figure it out. Who are the most important players in the finals can we important most important that's how um that's how we individually interpret importance right sure yeah i mean who just who's the most important to their team winning or or most important in the finals for the chances of you know somebody winning can we just throw out Kawhi and steph because that's pretty obvious to me they're what do you mean like they're one a one b yeah Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and I, are you going to bring KD into this at all, or he's hurt, so we're just going to leave him out? I'm under the impression that KD is more hurt, and he's out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's playing before game four or something. So like you said, he's 
but let's just leave them out. So let's go after the, the, the obvious best players for each team. Who's, who's next for you? Unfortunately. And I think, uh, He's the engine of the team, and he kind of showed it at the end of the Rocket series and all throughout the Portland series. But Draymond Green has actually been playing super well, and I think he is by far the most important player on the Warriors. I think he's, yeah, I think he's definitely the most important player on both teams. And honestly, he's—I don't think he's way behind Steph for the Warriors, just because he does so so much for that team. Uh, so I, I I agree on that one. Who's who's next? Yeah, I mean, I I do want to elaborate on that a little more. With Draymond, like, in shape and fit and also motivated and not complaining to the refs, A, he's not as annoying as a basketball fan, and B, like, his his skills and his value value really shows out. And I really wish he just plays like this for, you know, the entire season and not just the postseason. Isn't he up for a new contract this this offseason? He is. Uh, he is. Is he un- unrestricted? Or? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, he said that he's going to try and get his max. He didn't. He was actually trying to get the super max. Same with Clay, and both did not make all NBA teams. Yeah, it works out so well for the Warriors. That helps with their. Uh, with of their course it hit. does. Yeah, of course it does. But there, I mean, there are reports. There are reports that you know at the All Star break, Draymond decided to rededicate himself, and he lost like they said twelve to fifteen pounds from that date till today. So, I mean, well, they also, it was reported that 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 was a planned diet that he was going on. So it wasn't like. You know, he all of a sudden decided he needed to do something. They they had planned for him to. Uh, okay, and and Draymond, Draymond, yeah, Draymond is the type of like body type where you can see the difference. You know, he is yeah. definitely more thin than he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So actually, Draymond, I think Draymond is actually he's he's still under contract next year. I think they're just trying to extend him um, uh, okay. for next year. Yeah. So it's just it's just Clay and and Kevin Durant and Boogie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so who's next after after Draymond? So I I would like to say uh, Siakam's here, but it's actually, in my oh, opinion, no way. the veteran Kyle Lowry. Yeah, it is because he's he's basically he's the main guy guarding Steph, which I think is he, probably the most important part of it. Like I don't think obviously he can play Steph to a draw, but if he can be like eighty five percent of Steph's effectiveness, then Toronto has a shot. I mean, there's no way he's going to be 85% of his yeah. effectiveness. I, I think it's more that he needs to he needs to do something on offense. Like he too often is just kind of, you know, deferring to other guys on his team. But he needs to be aggressive and make Steph actually play some sort of defense. That's like Steph, the only way it's going to it's going to work. Steph is not going to guard him though. Steph is going to guard Play-ish? Danny Green. Uh, well, then Danny Green needs to run around like crazy and make Steph chase him. That's, that's the only way. I mean, we understand that, but nobody ever does that. Like, no one ever takes it to Steph. I don't understand. I mean, the Rockets try to, but uh, anyway. Okay, so we got Draymond. We got Lowry. Fuck sale. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Draymond, Lowry, who's number three for you? It's going to be Clay. It's got to be Clay, because if Clay has two games where he is hot, the, the series is just over. And the thing with Clay, yeah, the thing with Clay is like he has a Clay game. I mean, we call them Clay days, and he usually has that once a series, and it's usually on the road. Yeah, and it's 
Uh, it's usually like a really late game in the series too. So if there's a potential like game seven or game five, like watch out for Clay Thompson. I I do have a question. I'll, I'll get back to Clay in a minute. Um, let's go to the next one on the list. I I'm, I'm gonna go with Serge Ibaka as next. I think he is very important in the series. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean he he is a little more versatile than Marcus saw at this at this stage in their career, in my opinion. Um, By far. He, yeah, he's he's just the thing with Serge is like he can mentally check out in the middle of a game, and you can't really re- like count on him as a rapper. Yeah, I I count on him a lot more than Pascal Siakam though, who was awesome in the regular season, one of the most improved players. But he has not looked very good in playoffs. Like borderline, I don't know if he should be on the floor sometimes. I, I would rather have Serge in <laughs> most think? of the situations. Huh? What happened, do you think? Uh, I mean, he's he's inexperienced. He hasn't done this a lot before as like a go-to scorer, good go-to player on the team. His shooting is like okay. He's not like a great shooter. And so it's easy for the defense to just sag off of him. Um, and so I think he just needs a little bit of work work on his game i mean he's not super young like we've talked about before but yeah i mean with pascal siakam in that milwaukee series especially he was relegated to like the fourth or fifth or not even an an option you had guys like fred van fleet who went like 17 for 21 from three he just caught fire you you guys had you had you had guys like norman powell he stepped up played a huge role towards the end of the series um, I'm hoping Pascal Siakam can do something because he does have the versatility himself. He has the length to make Draymond work. And um, I think that's where you kind of beat Golden State is on the boards. And I think if um, Serge, Gasol, Siakam, those guys can really dominate the boards, they have a good shot. All right. Well, just give me uh, give me one more X Factor guy. We don't have to go through the whole list. Who, who else do you have on your list as a very important player? So let's review what we have so far again. We have Draymond, we have Lowry, Clay, Serge, and then we talked about Siakam a lot, and I think is pretty high up there too. So who who else is there? It's Iggy, the only other Finals oh, MVP. Totally forgot about Iggy. I was gonna say Kavan Looney. That yeah, I mean, Looney, yeah, you're right. Looney's been playing well, but the thing with Iggy is he's gonna be guarding Kawhi a lot. Man. And they're they're gonna leave him open, and he's gonna hit like two or three really big threes. Every every single game, it's it's Iggy, man. Iggy's still like valuable. Do you like Iggy? I love Iggy. I mean, okay, everybody good. who's yeah, everybody who I've talked to about this, I really think if Iggy was on LeBron's team any of those Anybody's years, team. yeah, yeah, they would have won because no oh, one would, oh, yeah. no one would guard LeBron as effective as effectively as Iggy did. Going back to Clay, do you still hate Clay? No, I've I've stopped hating him for like f- three years now. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it Mock that hates Clay? Somebody hates Clay. Yeah, Mock hates Clay. Uh, I'm st- I'm starting to really like Clay. I more than like Clay, but did you see his interview this this tonight? I, I guess you don't because you don't have ESPN, right? No, just today. Yeah, but he was on the jump tonight, and it was um. It was Rachel, Rachel Nichols yeah. and T-Mac and then yeah. Clay in the middle. And obviously they were talking to him about, you know, getting a snub in the All-NBA all and like how hurt he was. And yeah. he like he fully was transparent. He admitted that he was very hurt about it. And he, he mm-hmm. still thinks that, you know, he got snubbed. And 
Um, he said, this is a sacrifice that I'd make for the team. Like people will talk about, you know, less shots and, you know, less notoriety, but this is the actual sacrifice, like $30 million. Wow. Wow. That's brutally honest, but it's, it's true. What is your best case scenario for Clay in the off season? Go play with LeBron or go play on Dallas? Both would be best. I mean, Clay I mean, obviously can't have be- they can't both be best. Which one would so, you prefer? So Clay is the best support player in the history of the NBA. Uh, Scottie Pippen wants uh, wants to talk about nope. that, but I mean, he's no, definitely Clay's up there. Better. Clay, Clay can is, Clay can better. drop sixty by taking three dribbles. That to me is a support player. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you get, I mean, he's an excellent, outstanding support player. Definitely one of the best. I, I don't think he's like the, the best gra- in the history of the, the NBA. Greatest, the greatest of all time in the history. I mean, I want LeBron to win, so I would say Clay. He'd be so LA. good with Clay. Um, and LeBron would like, you know, like like advertise like kind of pull for clay to get all these and all nbas and all stars and all this stuff so lebron would definitely support him yeah not like his current teammates <laughs> are are you watching the uh the game one at a at a bar or tasty tales oh tasty tales would be a great location i unfortunately cannot i will be watching amelia tomorrow night but Tasty Tales is open for the game tomorrow. They're going to have amazing happy hour specials. It's actually Thursday, Thursday tomorrow. So you can get $2 Fireball, $3 Crown and Down, $4 Rumple Shots, wow. $3 Deep Eddies. Um, obviously, amazing drink specials. But the best thing there is the food, is the kitchen. Um, they're going to have fresh seafood, fresh um, crawfish. It's towards the end of the year. So please go buy Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. It's open from 11 to probably at the end of the game tomorrow. So check them out. And if you Maybe. say and you mention Six Pennies Podcast, you will get six uh, 15% off your entire bill. What a deal, Tasty Tales. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great place to watch it. Um, okay, I have a very important question for you. Who is who is better? Just who is better, Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant? It's it's hard to really grade that. Like to start a team or so. uh, you t- you take it however you want. Who is better? I feel like it's a hard question. And I, I think I, I don't think, I think it was that Kevin, hard like a few months ago. Yeah, so I think Kevin Durant is more transcendent. Like Kevin Durant will end up being a top ten player in the NBA in history. I don't think Kawhi is in that discussion. But I mean, Kawhi right now is is pretty incredible, especially with the offense, defense, the two way thing. I mean, KD on defense can be pretty good, but it's nowhere near Kawhi's level. And and the way Kawhi is playing offense right now, it's uh, pretty pretty amazing. I I just I, I feel like it's a serious discussion. Like when we're thinking about the summer and everyone's talking about KD going to the Knicks, I feel like Kawhi is just as important, if not more. Kawhi is joining LeBron. I don't really see that happening, but I, I think Anthony Davis is still going to go join LeBron, right? They just had a meeting with, with David Griffin, and um, his, his stance on being traded has not changed. Yeah, I think they're, I think what's going to happen with that, and this is a little off topic from the NBA Finals, but I, I actually think they're con- going to convince AD to uh, try to stay. Um, yeah, but that's, he, that's the plan. No, like I think he will stay, but AD wow. is only going to stay until 
February if they're not contending. If they are contending and he does see like a, a future there in New Orleans, he'll probably stay. If not, then uh, he's he's definitely going to get traded to L.A. at that point. With that being said, I mean, L.A. has the pieces for a trade, but also they have money for a free agent this summer. So ideally yeah. for them, you know, they get a either a Kawhi, a Kyrie or Clay, and they pair that up with uh, Anthony Davis trade. Yeah, I mean that's that's the case with a bunch of with a bunch of these top teams, the Clippers, the Knicks, like the Nets. It's they can make they can find pretty easy ways to go and get like a free agent and make a trade, or in some cases two free agents in a trade. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think the best case for Lakers is Davis and then probably a point guard. But I mean, here's would a, be really nice. Here's a hypothetical that hits closer to home. I mean, you're very familiar with Clint Capella, and Mavericks fans are very familiar with Dwight Powell, who just opted out. If you were a a GM, would you rather have Dwight Powell for twelve million a year or Clint Capella for fifteen million a year? Uh, I would still take Capella, but he doesn't make fifteen; he makes like eighteen. Oh, he's at eighteen. I thought he was at fifteen. I yeah, that's a much was, discussion then. Yeah, I think he was five years ninety or something like that, somewhere around eighteen. Where I, I think that is. That's kind of that breaking point where Powell for 12 sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the way Capella played, I mean, here's the other question. Would you take Capella for 18 or Looney for 10? Looney for sure. Yeah. I mean, what about Looney for 15? I mean, Looney for 18 might even be better. The way Capella is playing was not great. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead and do this. The Rockets are rumored to be putting everybody on the table for trades. It's it's blow it up season, or at least wait, we, we didn't talk, we there. didn't our, we didn't pick our finals winners. No, we'll we'll get back to that. I want to I, I want to go to this. Mock isn't here. We we probably know that he would not like to blow it up. He thinks we are very close to winning it all or getting past the Warriors for the last three years. I am uh, I am a hundred percent on board with doing whatever we need to do. I'm I'm with I'm with uh, our owner to that that we just need to we need to make something happen and chris paul to the lakers sounds like a great deal to me oh gross you don't want him would la do that i mean wouldn't lebron like to have chris paul for the next two years uh he he on the surface like for for media he would say that but i don't think internally he would want that you don't think so i mean i think cp could still help them he's probably like he is option seven after all the other guys we just named. CP makes like forty million, forty million a year, dude. I I know that's why I'm trying to sell him right now. I don't know, like well, I don't know where else he could go. So I, if if he could go to LA and they would give us I don't know one player, I would probably just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean to be honest, I two years ago after the Harden debacle against the Spurs, I was ready to trade him too. So you know, give me a good offer and I'm open. Yeah, I mean, even even before that, let's just talk about this, you know, the report saying that everybody's on the table. Maybe everyone except Harden is on the table for the Rockets. Um, there are some, you know, some pros and cons to that. The, the thing that if Mock was here, he would probably talk about this is actually the summer where the Warriors are going to break up. Yep. So if, if you guys were the second best team for the last three years – why not just run it back and have the Warriors kind of self-implode? Yeah, that would be the question. Um, that would be an, an assumption that the Warriors are going to break up, but I, I don't think they're breaking up. I mean, even if Kevin Durant leaves, I think the Warriors are still better than the Rockets as constructed, especially with 
CP heading into his mid thirties. Like I, I just don't see how there's there's a path forward for the for the Rockets with the the current roster. Yeah. Um so I I mean let's I, I'm selling everybody except PJ Tucker, man. Let's go. I don't think anybody would want Chris Paul. I don't think he has a good reputation around the league with players. And then his I, contract is enormous. And that's why I think the only team that wants him is the Los Angeles Lakers, because they are filled with distinct with with uh, all sorts of problems in their front office and they need to win. And LeBron James is his buddy. Yeah, the LeBron fan in me is actually like thinking LeBron could actually make it work with CP. I know I I'm not even like saying this, like trying to just mess up. LeBron but you're something but you're right you you're think. right it, it is an option but it's just uh you know like a contingency option maybe like right. an, like like an option d if, it, if it's not Kyrie, if it's not anthony davis there's rumors about bradley beal if it, if it's not beal and maybe some other guys then yeah maybe it's chris paul you, you got kemba clay Kyrie, jimmy butler like there's there's a bunch of guys that would not go there in order for cp to be an option but I mean, the alternative, I mean, the other way of looking at it is maybe if they do get a couple of those guys, like he would be the last piece, you know, like what if they got, I, I don't know how the cap could work, but if there was a way to get, um, well, no, they would definitely need to have uh, several guys pass before he'd be there. Either way, um, that's, that's the Rockets. Let's blow it up. Or, um, I don't know. I don't care. What about Dallas? We, we talked about what if, being a what if, uh, what if you guys do something for a sign and trade with Jimmy Butler. I mean, oh, the, I would love that. Yeah, the the Sixers are in desperate need of a point guard that can shoot. Oh yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Come on, Sixers. I'm I'm in. Man, I'm, that would that would actually be pretty scary with PJ, Jimmy Butler, and James Harden. I mean, to be honest, like I, I'm not totally against Chris Paul. Like I, I think he did very well in Houston and. You know, if if we were able to add like a big piece to this team, somebody like Jimmy Butler without giving up Chris Paul, sure, sure, let's do it. But I guess my, the assumption I'm I'm um, I'm taking here, which is probably the same one that Daryl Morey is, let's assume that we can't get any star free agent. Then it's like, oh, maybe we do need to sell off a piece such as CP. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then for Dallas, who who do you want besides Clay and obviously some of the big names? So I think the realistic rumor that Dallas Mavs fans have been hearing about is actually uh, Malcolm Brogdon, and I would be Ooh. completely on board with that. Oh, the president. Yeah, if it's Luca, KP, and then Brogdon's our third option as the off guard, I would be actually very ecstatic with that. He played very well against um, Toronto, and um, he kind of won me over that series. He kind of uh, he actually ended up becoming the go-to player at, at the end of the game ahead of Giannis and Chris Middleton. Do you know how old he is? Uh, he's older, right? He's older than KP and Luca. He's probably like twenty-six. He is twenty-six, exactly. That's that's good. That's that's a little old. I mean, he's good though. I, I think he's done a, a really good job. Um, it, it's really funny though how like everybody was dogging on him after he won Rookie of the Year over Embiid that year. And then, uh, you know, now after the playoffs, after, you know, one great run, everybody loves him again. As a Rockets fan, I'm going to list you some guys that are rumored to be in Dallas. That's that's realistic. I'm, t I'm not talking about the top level guys. And I want you to tell me which guy you would fear the most 
to join Ooh, the nice. AP. Yeah. This is, these are Vegas odds. The highest chance is actually D'Angelo Russell, Chris Middleton, Kemba Walker, Tobias Harris. I think I would say Middleton. Middleton. So if you pair a big off guard with Luca and KP, Dwight Powell. I yeah, mean, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say Russell. I, I don't think that he would be the, the right fit there. So it's kind of between Middleton and Tobias were the two that jumped to jumped to mind. But uh, Tobias didn't really do very well in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I think Middleton might be the guy, but he's going to be super expensive. Yeah, and I don't think he's leaving Giannis. I don't know why these odds are so high with him joining Dallas. How do you feel about Boogie? I think I asked you about him before. Yeah, I haven't changed my stance. Uh, I'm not interested. Yeah, I don't want to touch him at all. Okay. All right, let's let's get back to the issue at hand. Uh, Before we do our finals predictions, you want to tell us about our last sponsor? Thank you so much. Um, Our friends at Avion Realty is our is our other sponsor. If you're a real estate agent located in Houston, Dallas, or anywhere in Texas, look to Avion Realty to provide you the support and infrastructure you need to be a successful agent. Avion Realty also offers a 100% commission plan, which is crazy. Just by joining them, you would be given one-on-one performance coaching, all the tools at your disposal to be able to work remotely. So you can work from home, you can work at the daycare, we work, or if you wanted to go into the office, you can do that as well. You want to find them or reach out to them, um, you can contact Van Din directly. His number is 469 951 3585. That's 469-951-3585. And if you mention Six Pennies Podcast to Van, he's going to give you either a rebate for your first home warranty, or he's going to waive that first uh, three months of a brokerage fee. So again, mention Six Pennies Podcast. All right, here we go. Prediction for the finals, um, number of games and finals MVP. Uh, Go. Toronto in seven, Kyle Lowry MVP. Are you trying to play the contrarian role? No. I think if if Toronto wins, it has to be because Kyle Lowry goes off. I can't see Kyle Lowry being MVP. I think it is definitely Kawhi. I I mean, I think if Toronto wins, it's because Kawhi Leonard is MVP and he's like the best player on the court every day. But okay, so what's so he may be the best player, but let's say he averages like twenty eight, seven and seven, a typical LeBron year. But let's say let's say Lowry averages like twenty five, six and six. I think voters would say that's way more impressive and give it to Lowry. Yeah, I mean Lowry's not going to average twenty five, six and six. I mean that's not that's not saying the only ever ever had. Yeah, I'm saying the only way they can win is for Lowry to be the second or third best player in the series. I mean, I think he's, he's gotta be like very good. Um, but I don't think that would get him finals MVP. I think Kawhi would, I I don't think 28, seven, seven, anything like that would even get them close anyway from Kawhi. He needs to be like 35, 10 and five or something like he needs to be out of his mind. But I think, okay, I agree with that. But that also is a cop-out for Kyle Lowry. Because, I mean, the guy is a multiple, multiple-time All-Star. He's a veteran. He's been through the playoffs multiple times. Like, he needs to, you know, knock off this persona that he can't um, deliver in the playoffs. Uh, oh, I'm not disagreeing that Lowry needs to be great in the playoffs in this series for them to win. 
he he definitely needs to be like one of the best probably four players in the series or even better um i'm just saying he has to be he, he has to be at worst the third best player at worst, the third, so he has to be better than all other Warriors except for Steph? I don't agree if, with that. If they win, if they want to win, yeah. are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I think if, if, if Kawhi plays out of his mind, and then let's say Steph and Draymond are like very good, and Kawhi's right, and Lowry's right after that, I think Toronto still has chance. No, I think it's a blowout at that point. Right. Well, e- either way, like what I'm saying is that Lowry does need to be very good, but Kawhi needs to be like way better. And if Kawhi sure. is way better, He's going to be finals MVP. And so that's my pick. I'm going Kawhi finals MVP at Toronto. I'm going to go in six. On the road? road. Yeah, it's going to happen. Wow. Speak it into existence right here. Man. Okay, so we're both going for Toronto. We're being very hopeful here, yeah. Is Um, that with the assumption that Kevin Durant's not playing? uh, That is my assumption, or that he only comes back at 60% of, of what he normally is. Yeah, I mean, if he's not healthy and comes back, he actually might hurt the team, right? I would. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you'd hurt them that much, but he wouldn't help them the way you would expect. Thanks for joining Six Pays Podcast. As always, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Facebook and let us know what you think. Toronto, are they going to win it all? Six or seven games? Kawhi Leonard's definitely MVP. Thanks for joining Six Pays Podcast.